1: good afternoon everybody welcome to game over vancouver here at 2 p.m pacific on a saturday uh and welcome to our christmas extravaganza i guess this is uh where all four of us are here and we couldn't have picked a more boring game to uh to do this so hopefully this can make up for a little bit uh my name is parker i am joined by sam clay and kaya say hello everybody hello hello it's an audio Hello. it's an audio show clay there
2: <laughs> yeah um, hi everyone
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh yeah the canucks lose uh 2-1 in a shootout to the minnesota wild their first shootout of the season um so we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about the game before we get started make sure you subscribe here on sdpn uh, and hit that like button uh because it makes us look good in front of everybody um yeah i guess uh before we get started let's go a little around the table uh, we'll start with sam uh with just your uh you know I, I know you thought the game was tonight, but out of what you saw today, um, you know what do you what do you think about this game?
2: I, I did end up unfortunately seeing most of the game. Um, for context, for everyone watching, I thought the game was tonight, and then looked at my phone five minutes into the first and was like, "Why does it say live?" And then realized <laughs> that the show is actually in the afternoon. Um, but the only my my overall comment on the game was that it felt like a very stereotypical historical wild game. This is like what I used to think of when the Canucks would play the wild was chalk this one up to be boring. And this was a snooze fest.
1: Yeah. The Minnesota mild as, uh, as we've always known them, uh, Clay, how about yourself? Usually I like early games, you guys, because then, especially the Canucks win, you, you have the rest of the day and you feel
0: in a good mood and you can feel like you can conquer the world. If this is what a Canucks, uh, afternoon or morning game is going to be like I don't want any more of them and yes I agree with Sam it has to completely has to do with the with the opponent they have an uncanny ability to make any game boring including an in overtime but I was thinking as the game went on closer to the end of regulation if the Canucks got to overtime which obviously they did I thought they'd win for sure there's no way you can put three guys except a for Kaprizov on Minnesota that I would be scared of uh, you know so I thought we would have won for sure but I guess not today
1: yeah, the shots were two nothing in overtime, so uh, a real barn burner. Kaya, how about yourself?
3: The Canucks were better than how they started against Minnesota when they were here, but then again, we shut them out and won that game. Um, I thought it was a little weird choice that Desmith was starting over Demko, considering that Smith. But I understand Desmith did shut them out, but then again, do you want to switch goalies? I know that was what Boudreaux did. I think, um. Yeah, the Minnesota. I'd say the most exciting thing was their horrible jerseys. Um, their their third jerseys are absolutely horrendous. I can't get behind it. That it's like relish and mustard. It does not look good. Um, the Connects just. Yeah, it wasn't an exciting game. Especially, I I get it. It's the morning. It started at eleven a.m. Like that's usually I'm on winter break now. That's when I wake up. Yeah, I don't know. Minnesota Wilds, they're forever just mid.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So let's go through this game fairly quickly. Um, I had the thing is for such a boring game, I had a lot of notes, um, but I really don't want to go to many of them. Um, Really, the beginning of this game um, really start like the first important thing in this game was was the Canucks' first penalty kill, um, where Hughes gets that call in front of the in front of their own net, Um, and for a team whose penalty kill has been iffy at times at best but now has Suter and blooger uh, i thought this was a, a fantastic penalty kill i realize with four of us it's going to be tricky if i'm not going to specific people uh, <laughs> we're also uh, humble no one wants to <laughs> well, I- jump I in no step on ever. each other's toes uh, <laughs> um but that makes it uh, and this you guys can jump on this stat a little bit 12 of the last 13 and then they did kill another one later in the game that haronic hook that was called a slash. So 13 of the last 14 killed successfully for the Canucks. Yeah. You want the, you look at the stats overall. I know
0: we're going to go through it, uh, it kind of as the game went on progressively, but it's five power play. It's, it's a huge story of the game overall, but yeah, our penalty kill. You're right. It is a lot better. And I think our whole team is better. Once uh, S- Suter and Bluger now they've only played together three times. And those are our two prize acquisitions for the, for the off season. So they're going to simply solidify that bottom six, both at even strength and you're right, Parker, on the penalty kill. So I wasn't worried about our penalty kill at all. And we only had to see it twice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Unfortunately, the the Wild do open the scoring late in the first, two minutes to go or so. Uh, This one, it's a broken play at the line. Miller went for a poke check. He got a piece of it. And then it sort of disrupted the whole play. Um, And then uh, like everyone on the ice has a bit of responsibility. Philip Peronic just gets completely burned. Uh, And they sort of go tic-tac-toe cross, uh, cross ice. Is there any specific blame? Let's go to Sam that you're, that you're thinking on this goal. Anything they could have cleaned up there. I
2: have to confess that I was with Sloan
1: and I didn't
3: actually see it. Okay. Kaya. (laughs) It was absolutely horrible. All right. Let me break it down for you. Okay. So it's off the rush. Gaudreau goes straight to the net. Hughes doesn't block the pass. Hoaglander doesn't back check. And yeah, he's had a good time since he came up still. Basic thing, I thought we covered this last season. Maybe he was in Abbasford at that point. Um, and yeah, no one's blocking Cadro, he goes straight into the Smith, and it's one nothing wild. Uh, Pat Maroon gets his 300th career point. Whoop-dee-doo. That's the worst part of it, I think. That's (laughs) the worst part, considering he was like trying to make the Canucks mad when he when they were in Minnesota last week, Uh, and failed. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I actually yeah.
0: think I can skate faster than Pat Maroon, and if if you've ever seen me skate, that's that's <laughs> really bad. And is that
1: current day with the with the the injury <laughs> oh, yeah, with the
0: with the torn Achilles at oh, Okay, I have to give him a little bit of credit. But you're right, Kaya too. It was Hoglander or Besser, either one of them. Miller already did that. He inexplicably turned the wrong way. And I think he actually thought after he, he tipped the puck that it was actually going to be uh Hronik that actually steps up and passed it to him. So he was already going the other way. You're, but you're right, Kai. either Huglander, or I think it, it might've even been Besser. One of them had to take Goodwill going to the net because your two defensemen got to step up on the other two forwards. So yeah, breakdown, Right yeah. across the board. Yeah.
3: I, I'd say with uh Hoglander, especially from what I saw mm-hmm. from him just kind of coming in, like he was in the center. He was headed straight in the same, like he would have intersected with Gaudreau and yep. he just didn't speed up. And we know he can speed up. He's a little speedy guy. Um, mm-hmm. and we know he could throw a hit if necessary. I do think that he could have done a bit more on that play. I understand that line is not uh the most defensively minded, but especially that play is just iffy
1: yeah yeah nice goal though like if, if the canucks had scored a goal like that we were like oh sweet goal um yeah. so we'll go to the second because honestly the first period shots 13 9 minnesota pretty there was nothing like super dangerous uh, most of the way though um and the canucks tie it up and it is this third line which has become a big boon for the canucks especially in the last couple of weeks here um blooger joshua and garland um Garland just gains the blue line slides it ahead to Dakota Joshua down the wall and, and Bluger just drives the net and it's almost like Minnesota's goal, right? Guy fires it sort of from the, from the wall to the guy uh, in front. who's able to tip it over. Um, Sam, did you see this one?
2: Uh <laughs>
1: No. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Clay. I'll get your thoughts on the goal.
0: <laughs> uh, I yeah, you explained the goal very well. Actually, they they all played their role. Um, when they're skating, Garland always looks busy. We always joke about that. The, Joshua's got decent speed for his size, and and Bluger does have a knack for the net. I just think bigger than this goal is when you have a game where Miller's line isn't going offensively. Petey's line was relatively invisible offensively. We're gonna need our bottom six, and thank God they scored because at least they're the reason why we got to overtime.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the rest of this period was a penalty kill that Canucks killed off. Well, this method to make one really good save off Kirill Kaprizov and three power plays, which following the the power play at the end of the first period, which we didn't even mention, that's four straight or four power plays over a 20 minute span, uh, and absolutely nothing happening. Um, Kaya, I want your thoughts on the, on the power play. Uh, I was going to say tonight, how about this morning? Hmm. <laughs>
3: Yes, tonight. Um the power play, similar to the one this morning, absolutely non-existent. I have no idea what happened here. Uh the Canucks Okay, so during the game, during the three power plays, even though we had power plays, I knew nothing was going to happen. I literally made a chart of how many you can't see it, it's not showing up. Oh <laughs> it, thinks
1: it thinks it's a background.
3: It thinks it's a background. Anyway, so we have in total, um cook maths. 28 power play goals, I think, if I did the math in my my head correctly. We have 28 power play goals out of 115. Where are they? Where are they? They They're nowhere to be found. We're uh, we're two for five, I believe, in recent... Or is that the wild statistic? We're not going through a great time with the power play. (laughs) 0 for 5 this game. Absolutely, like, it's either they're passing to each other and not creating shooting opportunities... Or they're getting beat by the Wild, who I think have a worse penalty kill than us. And we'll, I'm going to get to the penalty kill later, but they have a worse penalty kill than us, if I remember it, correctly. Yes, but they
2: are apparently top 10 in the league since the coaching change. Mm. Mm.
3: Fair. I, I mean, yeah, coaches coaching changes can be a big thing. <laughs> that is that, you know, obviously for us that's happened. A number of times in the last few years. Yeah, since the coaching change, understandable. They have a better penalty kill at the same time. The Canucks and 5 when you have one of the league-leading uh, goal scorers, one of the league-leading defensemen, and one of the league-leading scorers in general, plus Elias Pedersen on your power play, and you can't produce anything? Like, no. anything at all.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a tough one. Um, you know, Parker, I was going to say it was interesting and I love your, you're doing such a good job of distributing the questions, Parker, for you. You know how in both the end of the first and then the second Minnesota took a penalty, basically with 35 seconds left in the period. So you have to basically get a 35 second shift in, and then you have to start the next period at center, but it's clean ice. Is that like a, a you play hockey a lot is that a big big difference the, or do you look at the advantage of having clean ice and and, and faster ice but you still got to win that first face off
1: yeah I think the biggest thing is is you just lose a lot of time right? Like two minutes is it's, it's not a lot of time in the grand scheme of things. I mean, you know, the, if you lose the opening, I don't know what the stat is, but I'm sure if you lose the opening face off on a power play, I'm sure your percentage is a lot lower. Um, just because, you know, there's 20 seconds off the clock, right? Even if you win the face off to start the period, well, now you got to gain the zone. That's always dodgy, right? Sometimes it'll get picked off and and cleared. So, um, it's not ideal. It does allow you to keep your first power play up for the whole time, which is a slight edge, but yeah, I, I don't think it helped.
0: Yeah. Frustrating for sure. For sure. Yeah.
1: I will have one. So yeah, 28 goals on the power play this year. Um, for the Canucks, the, I, I did just notice on the NHL stats pages, the Canucks are the only team in the league to not allow a shorthanded goal this year. Um, so I will knock on my desk and hope that tomorrow that yeah. doesn't change.
2: I was going to say, you just set that one up for
3: Connor. Connor <laughs> Bedard, shorthanded hat trick.
1: I don't think he's playing penalty kill. Is he? He might Probably
3: be, not, but he's going to find a way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, other than that, though, anything else in the second period that anyone wants to jump on here? Shots were 13-10 Vancouver. Headshakes <laughs> head all around really indicates the, uh, the the level of excitement from this game. Uh, third period, Canucks to get another power play um, as Rossi just hugged Pedersen uh, in the back. Um, nothing again. Um wild get close without six and a half to go. Um, there was that Johansson play where he sort of snuck in down at the bottom of the faceoff circle, but Pedersen broke it up, uh, kind of surprised. I, I know there was no penalty there, but I'm surprised it wasn't called with power plays being five to two. Um, and then the wild almost score with 10 seconds left. And this is the last interesting thing to happen in this entire hockey game, uh, was Goligosky in that pass alone in front and, uh, DeSmith making that big save. Um, you told how he got left
2: alone in front. Can you tell us who is on the ice? Uh, I can't
1: because I don't remember.
2: It was uh, Tyler Myers and Zedoro.
1: That's who you want out in the last minute of a tie
0: game, right? Sam, was that a leading comment or you... just observation?
3: It was
2: just a observation.
1: Excellent.
3: Look, they're
2: fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Just off for the right reasons.
3: Not in the last ten seconds.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yes. That wasn't great. Um, Team chaos. But it is a big save from DeSmith, so uh, let's go around and, and uh, maybe we can just talk about goaltending a little bit, right? We get the Demko shutout last game, and then, yeah, Kaya, you alluded to it where they don't go back to him, uh, although it's back-to-back games. One of them is going to get each game, um, So and it's kind of short rest because the game's seven hours earlier than the last one. Um, but is Casey DeSmith the best backup in the league, and is it close? I don't
3: think it's close. I do yeah, overall the Canucks are fourth, I think, in goals allowed in the league. They're tied for fourth with Washington. Uh so not like William Jennings trophy category. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, it's no Corey Schneider. But <laughs> at the moment, I do think he's one of the better ones, considering we've seen other goalies go down. And if Debco knock on wood, this is I think my desk is wood. Um, if anything happened to him, if anything happened to Smith, I think we're fine fingers crossed knock on wood um i do think yeah overall we've had four shutouts in this entire season and last year did we even have one in the entire season i don't I think, think we got sh- one one maybe near the end of the season mm-hmm. but i remember because i know i think Demco's last shutout was december 2021 and oh. then his second was was it the one against st louis Are you guys forgetting about jonathan quick and charlie lindgren uh, that's not I, a that's not a tandem
0: no i they're naming the back yeah, the I, I, the oh the backups yeah.
3: okay yeah well also shisterkin isn't doing great and then yeah. Lingren, yeah he's a pretty he's a decent backup and i was like those aren't a backup
0: yeah i say <laughs> rangers those
3: a tandem and i was like
0: yeah i say the rangers bruins and golden knights are, are comparable oh, yeah. to the canucks because that's aiden hill for thompson that's quick right. for shisterkin and that's uh, uh, swayman for Allmark. but i'd put Desmith smith and demko right up there and yeah, you know, I was kind of agree with Kaya originally. I I when I predicted that Demko would start, but when you think you're right, it's only a day and a half between games as opposed to two and and Smith just shut this team out and the the back to back. I could see why they did what they did and and if they win they get the full two points tomorrow, we're not worried about it. it we're we're even less worried about because not a Pacific Division team, although it's still a Western Conference team. I'm not worried about the Minnesota Wild, though, beating us for a wild card spot in the, at the end of the day, though, for sure. Well,
3: yeah, because if the Wild even get into the playoffs, the most they're making is the second round. So yeah. um, I do think I thought that Demco was going to start tonight because the Blackhawks are worse, but I understand the point of view of starting to Smith here and then having sure. Demco against uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. I also yeah. just think to Smith is has been the
2: canucks most reliable backup that they've had in years yeah like, probably since cory schneider yeah
1: yeah 917 mm-hmm. save percentage coming into this game it hasn't updated on nhl.com yet but he was at what a 968 tonight uh so i'm sure that's going up to I mean, only nine games or so it's probably going to be a 920 plus uh after tonight's game so he was not the problem in this one
0: no it'll be although is uh, uh what would you guys think of was his, his form on the first uh, he, looked he looked small
1: he looked very small Small and one.
0: backing up like it was yeah. weird it's not the best combo
1: yeah so that was the the shootout we have zuccarello scoring uh just going five hole and yeah he looked off balance um and that's the only thing that goes in and, and i mean I, I want your guys thoughts on what the canucks were doing it, like they haven't they are rusty they haven't had a real shootout in since last year um, but you have kuzmenko who lost the handle and ran out of time you had jt miller who ran out of time and then you had petterson who actually got a shot off at least but um not a very inspiring performance from the canucks in the shootout um do you think there's some sort of organizational thing going on there or is it just three guys who didn't get it done tonight
3: why is kuzmenko on the shootout run maybe they just got really bored by the game too
1: yeah, I, mean, they're I guess. Asleep.
3: Did he fall asleep in his hand in their like line hey. from last year? Because like, where's Hughes? Where's Brock Besser? I'm sorry. He has 22 goals on the season I and agree. you don't put him out on the shootout. And you put Kuzmenko in who has like six. Kuzmenko no, was that. four
1: for seven last year.
3: Okay, that was last year. His shooting percentage was also 27%. That does help. <laughs> yeah. And mean, you know who's... Sorry. No,
2: go ahead. Finish Finish. Okay.
3: You know who, who else has a 27% uh, sh- shooting percentage? Uh, it's Brock Besser. <laughs> so maybe, maybe update your stats a little bit, Rick Talkit. If I can find it, you can find it.
1: I wonder if it's a thing of, because I again, I imagine they do shootout drills in practice quite often. I think they probably just keep track there and, and that's the stats that they use. But yeah, maybe, maybe Brock Besser has been not scoring in the practice shootouts would be my only thought, but I don't know. I'm not there.
3: Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Practice, practice man
0: maybe that shot that he uh, he took off uh, his ankle from hughes was bothering me a little I, I don't know but i agree in all seriousness it's easy to go hindsight it's easy to say this is the first shootout of the season for the team and miller was good he does that patented make everyone fall asleep coming from the left side uh pd does have the the he nice best hands on the team yeah but it, yeah you you that.
2: That... i hate that approach yeah that is my least favorite shootout move
0: I guess, I guess he's trying to wait for the goalie to open up or or make a move, right? I yeah. guess
1: yeah. He had the five hole there too. If you watched he that did? replay, yeah. The stick was the stick was on an angle out and he was on one knee. Yeah. He could have he could have found it.
0: So I agree. You're not gonna put out as, as good as they're you're not putting out blue or Joshua or Garland. But I do agree, and I know it's Kai's favorite player. But even biases aside, yeah, Besser is the hottest goal scorer on our team, and it's it's not like you have to be the fastest guy, i.e., Miller, to oh. see what he does. Yeah, he he's just so confident right now. Put Besser out there, and I'm fine with the choices of Miller and PD. It just didn't work out today.
3: It's not even a bias thing. It's just like, I know, like yeah, 22 goals in you know the 31 games he's played, yeah. or yeah. yeah, I think it's 31 still, and yeah, it's. Like it, you put Kuzmenko out who you literally scratched a few weeks ago. Um I don't know. It was a little bit a little bit suspicious. I, I could I could see somebody from that line if the shootout had gone longer, but mm. obviously it did not because DeSmith Smith decided to turtle into his net for the first <laughs> one. Um I yeah, I think the Canucks were just wanting to get the game over with. Like the uh- rest of us.
1: I want to see more I want to see slap shots from the hash marks on on shootouts. Let's go. <laughs> That'll scare the goalie. That'll something'll go in eventually. You do 3 of those in a row, it'll work.
0: <laughs> yeah, put Heronic out there. Uh- <laughs> yeah.
1: Heronic <laughs> <laughs> Peterson just both slap shots and then yeah, throw throws off out there for good measures, you number 3. Yeah.
0: The By the way, coach. Yeah, there you go. And speaking of coaching, would you guys um you know with Heronic they they tried when Kuzmenko wasn't really going well, they tried putting Horonic on that first power play unit, and it's it's very unconventional to have two defensemen now. I wouldn't mind if if they they're just gonna park, and I guess you lose a lot of movement when you put Horonic in, but he's got a bomb. I don't know. I, I kinda think they went away from it too quickly, or am I missing something?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't hate the idea. I think I think the thought might be just if things happen like the ability to rotate and having a guy uh, down low. They might not like Horonic down there where yeah. Kuzmenko can, can float around a little bit more and Quinn sure. Hughes has the mobility to go anywhere. Um, yep. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, when you're in a slump uh, on the power play, I wouldn't hate to see it. Mm-hmm.
2: Alright, okay. so that's the game,
1: uh, in a nutshell. Um, where were we going next? I've
3: Christmas.
0: Christmas. I have something for us. Kyle. All
3: right. So <laughs> it is nine days to the special day, the the day everyone waits for, uh, Justin Trudeau's birthday. Just kidding, it's Christmas.
1: Is his birthday actually
2: Christmas?
3: Yes. Wow. December twenty-fifth, nineteen seventy-one. I don't know why I know the exact date. Anyway, so mm. I have, since it is nine days till Christmas, I have procured a nine item naughty or nice list. There's one honorable mention because it's not like a new thing for this season, um, and it's not specifically Connects related. Um, but we'll get into that later. So basically, what we're gonna do, I will introduce a topic and I will turn it to you guys and the chat, our lovely, our lovely viewers, um, for if they if this person player, uh, this person, player, um, statistical term, like, management, anything related to the Canucks in hockey, if they're on a naughty or a nice list, so, are good or bad, essentially. The first one is Tyler Myers. <laughs> now, these stats I got are from before tonight's game, so they might be outdated, uh, but he- course play tonight uh he's he has two goals 11 assists for 13 points 12 of those points are at even strength he's 10th in team points uh third for defenseman behind hughes and kronik he's a plus 10 uh fourth in penalty infraction minutes at 24 uh behind cole joshua and hoglander and also may have injured petterson in tampa um and led two goals against there is tyler myers on the naughty or nice list
0: Okay, and chat, while we're giving ours, uh, yeah, type it in. Uh, we want to see what you guys are saying too. Sam, start us off since you've already mentioned him once today.
2: Uh, naughty list. <laughs> That's like the easiest answer, like lump of coal, naughty list. Mostly for continuously trying to kill his teammates.
1: Man, it's really funny that if you just, those stats that you just laid out, Kai, I was like, wow, man, that guy, that sounds like a good defenseman. All right, thirteen points. You know he's on pace for, you know, what's that? Like thirty points this season. Oh, he's he must be doing really well. No,
3: no,
1: <laughs> no. He's on the naughty list. Yeah, he's on
0: my naughty list as well. But talk, it's nice list. Talk, it loves him.
3: That is true. That is true. Yep. I think he's he's a secret third thing. I think, but I, for the sake of the convention, naughty list. Um, All right. Second, our um, defensive depth. So we're going to be talking about Noah Juleson here. Um, now, if we sent him down, he could get claimed on waivers, but also Abbotsford is lacking defensive depth, so it's not like we can really call anybody up. Hirose is out with an injury. Um, Canucks are also lacking depth with Susie out into most likely January. Um, and Noah Julson has one point. It was an even strength assist. He has seven shots in the 20 games he's... Or he's played now 20 games, but at the time of this writing, it was 19 games played. He's the only player on the Canucks with the negative plus min- plus minus uh, with a minus three. Uh Canucks have at least have allowed the force fourth least goals against, and yeah, he's the only player with a minus three, 10 penalty minute penalty infraction minutes. Um, and a few most of these have led to goals. Because there was a December 2nd puck over glass led to the Calgary, uh, Calgary's third goal with like a minute left in the third. On uh, November 12th, there was a high sticking versus Montreal. Matheson scores 52 seconds into the power play. Um, we still won. And then the October 17th, uh, he was there who slashed Sean Couturier um, during the 2 nothing loss, which led to the Philadelphia penalty shot. All right. Um, Friedman. As like a backup for Juleson, same points, eighteen games played, slightly lower time on ice, and he has more penalty minutes. But that's because he has one misconduct and one fighting major. Is Noah Juleson on the nice or naughty list?
0: So is it Juleson or is it depth, Kaya? What's the okay? What's the...
3: I I don't want to. I guess have different depth. answers for that. I think depth. No. Maybe okay. How about this is a two pronged approach: A Juleson, B depth.
0: All right. Play kick Sam, us off. Well, okay, okay. I'm going to go actually nice for both, barely. I, before the Zadorov trade, I would have said naughty. I didn't like our death, but the Zadorov trade helps us, presuming we're all healthy. There's no team that's got six bonafide, amazing defensemen. So I'm going to say, and Juleson, for me, has moved from naughty to nice. He's actually been way better than I expected. And I was one of his biggest detractors. So I'm going uh, a, a barely nice, nice. Sam. Uh, I'm going naughty
2: for Juleson. Nice for depth. Um, I think even earlier, I I might have been more optimistic on the on the depth than Clay was, which is kind of shocking, but <laughs> I would say i spent, I think I've spent the larger part of the last five years complaining about defensive depth and cap space. And I will say that I think this season, the, the defensive depth has not been irksome for me. So I think it, they've done a good job handling it, um, but Juleson's on my nautilus for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm uh I'm in Clay's boat here. I think Juleson has has just breached the threshold in the last couple of weeks here. Or last week, maybe. Um, he's. I've always been like, why isn't Friedman playing? Well, like it, it doesn't make any sense. I think Juleson's been, again, last week, week and a half. Juleson's been pretty good. Uh, and filling that role that he has um, really well, and and also yeah for the depth looking across the board, yeah if Susie's healthy, this is a team that has two first line or two first pairing players, yeah uh, eh, maybe kind of two second pairing guy like they have like four second slash third pairing guys, um, and then they have Juleson and Friedman uh, as your as your sort of tweeners. That is in my mind barely acceptable. And that counts as barely nice. And so that's where I'll end up on those.
3: Um, Yeah, I'm going to put depth as as nice since the D- of trade. And yeah, like Parker said, especially um, if Carson Susie comes back, keeping Friedman or Jolson um, as like a seventh D, mm-hmm. that's an asset. Um, Jolson, though, he's going on an audio list.
0: Sure. And now we have Nick Tchick. Yes,
3: yes, yes, <laughs> because we traded Jax to Nika and yes. like just randomly on a Friday afternoon. All right, next. This was a bit tarnished tonight, Um. but the next point for Naughty or Nice, the Canucks in regulation. So they lead le- the league in regulation wins with 19. They have the second most wins overall behind Vegas, who only has 14 regulation wins. Um. We have one OT win versus the Islanders. Um, We have one OT loss versus the Rangers. We have a shootout. Um, I wrote no shootouts, but obviously (laughs) that happened. Um, And then, yeah, four shootout wins. Yeah, the Canucks in regulation, naughty or nice.
0: Slam dunk. Nice. Uh, Yeah. And for this one.
2: Nice. (laughs)
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: the stat that's cool, uh, too, is uh, coming in this game and it didn't change today because it was a tie when the cuts lead going into the third period. They haven't lost yet. They're 17 and 0, 17 and 0 with a lead going to the third. So that just tells us how good they are in regulation. And they they score first two out of the three times didn't happen today. So uh, big nice for me.
1: Yeah, I, I fully agree there. The fact that they have 20 wins, right, and the most regulation wins in the league. The big stat about that, that I hear from, from that clay, them being 17 0, and I think the thing that most people are like, Oh, they're perfect after if they're leading after two, they've been leading after two, 17 times. That's really yeah. good, right? Uh, like in theory, that should be maybe a third of the time you're leading after two, half, like a third you're losing, a third you're tied uh, if yeah. you're like an average team. So yeah, 17 out of the 31 games the Cocks have been leading after two periods, uh, and they've closed out every single one of them. That's fantastic. Uh, and yeah. they, lead, they lead the league in, in goal differential, um, which clearly is, is due to um, their outstanding play, especially in like the second period.
3: Um, yeah, just a note about that, Um, especially about <laughs> lo- going into the second period, the Canucks have scored the most in the second period and have allowed the least goals in the second period. We scored 43 times in the second, Uh, tw- 32 even strength, nine power play, two shorthanded, and allowed 21 goals uh, in the second, 14 even strength, seven power play.
0: So, have you been prepping for the show since like last year? These stats are pretty impressive.
3: Kyle. I wrote this all out uh shout out hockey reference and um my slight math skills I guess but yeah I was just running through it I was like okay I need to get this ready but yeah 43 goals and then we just have 37 in the third 34 in the first um and one overtime and yeah so I think it's pretty nice this is just okay naughty or nice the repetition of the term PDO regression.
0: Sam, you gotta start us off. Uh, I don't even know what it means. <laughs> I gotta I, I gotta go look it up now. Just yeah, I know what it yeah,
3: means. Yeah, I would Sorry. say naughty.
2: Mostly because they're it's just it's not accessible. Understandable. Yeah,
1: yeah the this one's interesting because because I, I think well, yeah, no team in NHL history has had a PDO as high as the Canucks uh have um currently which is saying something that it's clearly not a sustainable metric right this is this team the you know the best finishing and best goaltending team of all time probably not um but you think about what influences that a lot right and it's a lot of being up going into the third period right and then playing a very shut down style of hockey allowing a lot of shots against from the perimeter and not really breaking and i think that sort of inflates save percentages uh, which inflates PDO. Um, Will it come crashing mm. down? Sure, but we saw it come crashing down over that nine-game stretch and they were just playing 500 hockey. So if that's the regression that this team's in for, I'm very okay with that.
0: Yeah, I'm so confused. I don't know if it's naughty or nice, but I uh, Parker actually made the point that I wanted to make is that everyone was worried about this regression talk and we saw it. We saw it when we alternated those 10 games, the us win. And if that's our regression point and then we knock off, we run off four straight and almost five straight at home. Uh, I'm all for it. I think it's great. Who cares what the PDO number is at the end of the season? I just care if we're in a top three spot in our division.
3: Yes. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. I was just going to say like, who cares what the number is if, if your record is what their record is now. Yeah. Yes. Dude, if you told me the Canucks would have twenty wins at this point in like July of the past year, I'd have been like, "I like, I don't know what you're on, but I want some." <laughs> yeah,
0: especially you, Sam. Not because you yeah. want something, because of that.
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> all
0: right, take us away, Kaya. Keep on all going. All right,
3: all right. So, um, yeah, I'll just say I- I'm tired of hearing it naughty, but you know we're still pretty, uh, still pretty good team. Next speed run, I think it's going to be um, an interesting one. So on um thursday night it was obviously luongo night got put on the ring of honor it was also the only time this season the florida panthers are in town and is the only time this season oliver ekman larson returns to his former team which paid him to leave um usually when a player leaves and then it's their first game back they get at least acknowledgement at all of anything um, is it naughty or nice of the Canucks organization that they didn't mention OEL whatsoever?
1: I thought I saw I I didn't see it because it might have been when I was up or something. Someone said that they like, oh, they showed his face for three seconds on the video board. Um, but yeah. even then, that's that's not a lot for a guy who played uh, at least a couple of, of not great seasons here.
3: Yeah, they showed yeah. him for like two seconds and then went into a video about Luongo.
0: <laughs> I'd say it's nice in that they don't have to do anything. It's uh, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think it'd be weird. I, I guess the Canucks don't use a lot of biggest compliance byouts in the history of the NHL, so I, there's not a lot of precedence for this. But I wasn't surprised.
2: I wasn't surprised either. Sorry, I'm also on the nice list. I don't think it was actually that bad. I, I don't know that they always do tributes to returning players. I thought it was weirder that the Flames did one for Nikita Zadorov. Like, I thought that was really weird. Um, And I, yeah, I mean, given the deal, given the way he played here, given how it ended, I thought it was fine.
1: Yeah, maybe he was like, guys, like before, he's like, guys, please don't put me up there. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. Please don't say, welcome back, OEL.
3: I feel like Edler would have also done that, though, and he he did still get one yeah, I but... remember, but Edler it was also Edler. Is... He was yeah, Alex I Edler.
2: Mean, in a very different position than o. But o.
3: Okay, I i also have to make the point the Canucks also had a tribute to Dustin Brown during his last regular season game. So I feel like they could have at least mentioned it. But anyway, yeah. I digress. I, I think they should have, I don't know, said something. Maybe it was damage control because Rogers Arena booed Tortorella. Anyway. <laughs> Um, the penalty kill is still in the bottom 10 of the league is the penalty kill on the naughty or nice list. They're at 76.6% in 30 games, uh, for 23rd in the league. So yeah, bottom 10.
0: Hmm. Uh, for me, they're straddling. Uh, that sound, doesn't sound right. They're, they're on both. They're, they're moving from the naughty list to the nice list because they're getting everyone back. And, uh, case of point today was better. I think they're getting there. May- if I had to pick one, maybe they're, they're just stepping off the naughty list right now.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to pull up the, the stat that I was looking for here. Um, because sorry, Sam, go ahead while I, while I figure I, this out,
2: it's still on the naughty list for me. I agree. It's getting better, but overall naughty list. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's close. So yeah. 10th worst in the league at 77.1% uh, as of right now. Um, cause mm-hmm. I guess they have the two kills tonight. Um, however, shorthanded gold differential they are two spots higher because they have four shorthanded goals which is like which makes it a little better um but i'm just looking at it in comparison to last year and it's a little bit better so i would say just off the just off the nice list i I think think it'll get better
3: yeah it's gonna get better and i like shorthanded goals yes it had uh, contribution to it and in comparison to last year of course it's going to look better but uh yeah i still think it's on the naughty list for me because you have so much talent especially like getting it out and still you're putting i, I don't know there's been some weird decisions on the penalty kill during the florida game they had myers and said out um which is a choice um <laughs> <laughs> all right quick ra- this is going to be a quick uh, quick round um not your nice list brock besser i don't think i have to elaborate
2: uh nice list top of the nice list give him all the gifts he can Uh, hang the star on the tree i can't think of anybody who deserves a redemption arc more than brock besser has had this season
1: yeah yeah agreed
3: yeah he's most of the way to 30 goals already i follow the twitter bot for it so yes yeah yeah, nice list all the way. Uh naughty or nice, the too many men penalty. The Canucks have had five total on the season. Um, three in December, including two in one game, and two in October.
0: Very naughty. Very naughty. I, I, I get that I'm not just gonna make jokes about you gotta learn how to count to five. I get that things change depending on who's out there and stuff, but uh, you gotta pay attention, you gotta be aware, and that's you can't afford those kind of bad decisions. Very naughty.
2: I agree, but it's just a weird penalty that I feel like no matter who the coach is, who the lineup is, they, this team just always has issues with this penalty.
1: Yeah, for sure. They, they've, I mean, it's been three coaches now where it's felt like a, a recurring problem and yeah. it feels like anything is a problem, right? Cause it's, it's such a silly penalty to take. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, they gotta figure that out.
3: Maybe, maybe our captain should have stayed in college a bit longer. Oh, All
0: right. that's naughty, Kaya. That was that's
3: not. I know, no, no, no. That's that's. I mean, I mean, yes, he's had a he's had just, a good run with the Canucks, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe take a stats class. I did it, and I got ninety on my final. I studied four hours on. So you know what? <laughs> Anything is possible. Um. Patrick Alveen and specifically his trade gymnastics. He's been involved in most of the trades this season uh, since the first puck has dropped. Is Patrick Alveen on the naughty or nice list?
1: Oh, he's on the nice list for sure. He is. He's wheeling and dealing. Uh, yeah. he. I, he's not afraid to tinker. And that's, it's beautiful, right? There's so many teams, especially in this flat cap world. They're like, this is what we have. This is like, this is, this is our team. I'm not going to, what if I make a trade that makes our team a little bit worse Then I look bad, right? Alvin doesn't seem scared to do that. He's like, Hey, I can do these slight incremental improve, uh, improvements. I can swap Bavillier and a, and a useless pick most likely for Zadorov. I can go, Oh, you know, we have a lot of forward depth in the AHL, but we're lacking on, on the defensive side. Well, we can get rid of Stanika who's genuinely he's not going to play an NHL game for the Canucks this year we can pick up a guy who's going to fill a role uh in Abbotsford and we'll let's grab a six-round pick in return um it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot of these small moves that just add up over time
2: I totally agree with Parker nice list um I feel like we went through a long period where all of the trades we tried to make were only for bigger names splashier moves uh like things that would theoretically result in significant improvements to the lineup and we're maybe not all that well thought out in terms of a long-term plan here, all this, you know, he's, he's happy to take all these little steps to get very gradually better. It's working, it's clearing out cap space. And even when I don't necessarily agree with a move, I can see why he's done it. And that matters a lot.
0: Great point. It's, it's taken two years, but now the roster is getting very close to to what they envisioned I think
1: Uh, I just want to jump in with one thing um the Canucks do not have the most too many men penalties out of the league it's Toronto and it's not very close they have nine this year
3: yeah I I was like I feel like there's going to be a team that's had more and yeah the Leafs does not surprise me from I'm pretty sure every game I've watched they've had at least one
1: yeah the Rangers have six also and the Canucks have five
3: yeah the Rangers too my teams are just terrible at math, I guess. Um, <laughs> he stole all your <laughs> um, skills. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, when I, I just saw this one thing on Twitter before, I just want to interject about uh, Patrick Alvin. Um He's made the same amount of trades where he got a draft pick back as um, in his years as GM, the two years basically. And as many of those trades getting a draft pick back As many as Bennington in his entire tenure as a as Canucks GM. Mm -hmm. So that puts a little bit into perspective. And our last thing, honorable mention to um this one. Naughty or nice. I think it's gonna be I it's not like a new thing. It's not a Canucks related thing. It's just a general NHL thing that was introduced last year. Naughty or nice video boards. The video ad boards. Naughty or nice. Oh naughty. Naughty?
1: very naughty they were a lot worse last year i haven't had the like my eyes haven't hurt much this year seeing like weird flashes or guys disappearing into them the puck has a couple of times especially when like doors open so it's not as bad and i don't really notice it anymore but i would prefer if they weren't there
3: yeah yeah i noticed that tonight uh quinn hughes kind of just disappeared for like his shoulder disappeared for a second i was like that's (laughs) not good but yeah it was it's anytime i go to the games now it's so weird seeing like oh those are regular boards yeah. but yeah
1: that stay stationary for the entire period yes mm-hmm. yeah they if didn't, they didn't oh. move i wouldn't care that much
3: they're yeah. not gonna attach yeah. to niels Hollander out of nowhere <laughs> wow
0: great well thank you kai for putting that together that mm-hmm. was very good that was, that was very, fun that was very
1: nice
3: thank you i, I tried <laughs>
1: All right. Um, we probably have time for like one or two questions. I do have to run out the door. Um, All right. But we, we do have to have our presser. So let's get to... Uh- uh, people, if you want to, uh, while you're here, by the way, throw some questions in the chat, if you haven't already, uh, and hit the like button, make sure you're subscribed here to SDPN. Uh, and if you missed any part of this, you can always rewind back to the beginning or it'll be up uh, on your favorite podcast platform in a little bit as well. If you want to relive this win or loss, sorry, against the Minnesota wild. Uh, sorry. It's just a win that it, it ended at some point. Um, <laughs> have any, I don't know if any of you guys have been tracking to see if any, uh, any questions have come in. Um, but I have not, unfortunately.
0: Uh, Fangirl asks right now, thank you, Fangirl. What other lineup changes do you anticipate for tomorrow other than Demko? I can't see any unless they switch the actual lines, which he
1: was doing today. That was kind of interesting. You don't think Neil Amon comes in potentially on a back-to-back, take PDG out maybe? Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. It doesn't have to be for a center. That's a great point.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah, I was going to say, I was like, what? Um, And then, yeah, I think... Yeah, same thing. Demko's going to come in, but um, yeah, I think Niels on maybe and maybe Mark Friedman. He's still with the team. Yeah. He's, he's still there. The yeah. yeah, I think Friedman might come in, but Julson wasn't. He was, he's was. he been pretty good as of late, so yeah, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah Julson did only play 11 minutes tonight by the way. Um,
3: okay,
1: In a 65-minute game. So then, maybe then again, he's coming out.
3: Then again, the Canucks spent 10 minutes on the power play. So, yeah, there, there is that uh, taking away mm-hmm. from that.
1: Cole and Zadorov each played 17. Uh, Myers played 20 and a half. Hernick played 22. And then Quinn Hughes played 29. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and we'll,
0: Sam, we'll throw to you for this last one. Shafin says, What's up with PD? Do you think he's still hurt?
2: I don't, I mean, hard to say. Very possible. I feel like he's always kind of injured at some point in the, once you hit the midway point of the season. um. But I think it's also he has a tendency to kind of go on these little dips once in a while. And I, and then he comes back on in the second half of the season, no problem. And I'm not super concerned about it.
1: I agree. Yeah, if the team was like like hovering around like 500 or like in fourth in the division or like in a second wildcard spot, I'd be like, man, it would be really nice if Petey was going out there and scoring a bunch of points, but if this is his downswing and then he comes back better and helps the team even more, then sure.
2: You yeah. know. We just it's gotta I'm okay right? we'll if he doesn't uh, Yeah
3: Yeah, a <laughs> little cheaper We are to pay Horonex so much, we can we can just like P-, P you know, it's like a rest night. Just like um, load management, just knock him out for 15 games. So you <laughs> know, his point total takes a hit. <laughs> All sorry, right, that folks. was really, tough. <laughs> that was
1: <laughs> great yeah, way to uh, end, it. end, <laughs> way to end sorry, it on a good I'm note. I'm
3: sorry. I'm sorry. He should, he should, no, yeah. you should play forever. Yeah.
1: Uh, so the, the Canucks are back in action tomorrow. It's at what noon tomorrow. Um, Sam, you know, the time, I think you're on game over tomorrow. Uh, yeah. this is another early <laughs> one. Um, so thank you all for joining me here. Uh, thank you everyone who, uh, in the chat who tuned in, um, yeah. That's been it. Game over Vancouver. Have a lovely afternoon.